This is The Connection, a Dirty Free Hub podcast connecting gravel cyclists to where they ride through short stories about culture, history, people, places, and lands. This podcast is supported in part by a grant from the Bend Cultural Tourism Fund. Hi, everyone. I'm Kira Corbett, and on today's show, we have Jeff Boulay, a long-term residence and avid cyclist of Bend. Jeff has been living and working in the area of Bend since the 60s and has snippets of history to share with us today, especially on the topic of logging that used to take place in the Old Mill District. Thanks, Jeff, for joining us today. Yeah, it's good glad to be here. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the Old Mill logging along the Deschutes River, as that used to be quite a bit of a big timber production site at the center of Old Mill. So what did the Old Mill used to look like? Well... As I recall, being back in the six, growing up here in the 60s, the entrance to the to the mill was actually on like 3rd Street. Oh, okay. 3rd Street in Wilson. And that actually was Highway 97 back then. But as soon as you turned on to Wilson, that was the mill property. And you would just drive down an old dirt road and it would just meander down to where the, the smokestacks are now. And uh, the mill buildings just spanned out from that. Was that the only building in that area? Pretty much. They had a, a huge tract of land there. Like I say, it must have gone from where the present-day parkway is all the way down to the river and then to the south. Yeah, there was a dozen huge buildings or so that all encompassed right around the three smokestacks that you see now. How did this look for the city as a whole? It was a dominant part of the city. I mean, from the on the east side there, and then on the, the north side, I guess it would be Broadway Street, which is by Jackson's Corner now. Yeah. That Once you passed Jackson's Corner, you were in the mill. It was just a giant chunk of property right there. And, you know, me growing up here, I used to actually go to Cascade Junior High, which is the Ben Lapine administration building now, uh, just, just by the police station. And there were lots of times I can remember there would be kind of, you just smell this acidic pine smell, fine sawdust, and, you know, whistles blowing all the time that were coming from the mill. Because as the crow flies, that's probably only less than a mile right. from where the, where the junior high was there. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize it spread around so much property, too. Yeah, and there's always a little story that that the people that used to work there said that there were just huge fish that lived there because, you know, nobody could get to them and they were all under those logs. Kind of speaking on the river, how did this whole area impact a lot of the Deschutes River, or if it did? Well, There was there was just big, huge log piles on both sides of the river. So there was no real river bank other than just cinder roads and piles of logs everywhere. That uh, that Farewell Bend Park now was a huge log deck that was just, you know, piles and piles and piles of logs. But Yeah, I bet you didn't see all the big floaties floating through town either. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, that's changed a whole bunch, a whole bunch. I know that when they built the dam to build the mill pond, they had to manipulate the river a little bit to get it to go where they wanted to 
go to the buildings. And, and I've even heard stories of people saying that they wanted to revert the, the river back to where it originally went, which would have gone through like the old armory. Actually, um, uh, while I was here, the one of the last wooden train trestles actually crossed right through, I guess it's McKay Park, where the Whitewater Rapid Park is now. But that was still standing there. And I think that was torn down, I don't know, in the 80s or 90s. Yeah, it was a big structure, wooden structure there. Wow. Yeah. What kinds of snippets of history can we find? Because I know like riding out on the trails, there being big metal, like railroad related things on the trail. Through my history, I've done a lot of road building and excavation work around this area all my life. And we would come across stuff where we would find like old machinery, broken saws, just developing land that the railroad had come through, you know, big cables that I just assumed they would use to drag the logs to the rail or they could put them on the rail cars. And so many of the roads that we ride on today are all old railroad grades that developed into what we use them for. But you could always tell a railroad grade just because of the grade would be really flat, nice gentle corners, no real steep up and downs. So uh, that's evident quite a bit around here. You know, good examples of that are like going out to Benham Falls. Oh, yeah. You know, those gravel roads out there. Those are all old railroads. There was actually a wooden trestle that uh, crossed right there also at the bridge at Benham Falls. So that's all part of that history. Another area is like uh, Shevlin Park. They had a big railroad trestle crossing there. And a lot of all those roads out west of Shevlin Parks are old railroad grades that, like I say, with the, with the nice flat grades and, and general corners. I can sure you can think of lots of roads like that, that you've seen that where it's a nice grade and no big steep up and downs. Oh, I bet. A recent route that I was riding kind of right out of Shevlin Park, that trail also has a lot of like rail beds, pieces. Like railroad ties and... Yeah, railroad ties and infrastructure that is kind of just like ghosted there. Yeah, and the uh, areas that they used to go were quite extensive. I mean, they had routes that went out China Hat Road. They went out, had routes that went all the way to almost Gilchrist, I think. And then, of course, they had roads that went to Sisters. So they, they covered quite a bit of area. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because now there's no railroad at all. Like, or I no. guess there's that big one, but like in those areas, there's nothing anymore. No, you know, and you can just see little pictures of it, you know, just in the, in the little narrow flat grades that, that, that you see. You know, then, of course, they went to start converting to trucking. There, there was a series of big overpasses. One of those was up on Skyliner Road that crosses right about where 4606 is. There was a big concrete bridge right there that you'd see log trucks drive on. Another one was right there by uh, OSU on Century Drive there. And then there was another one out there by China Hat that crossed 97. All those have all since been torn down and widened and all such. Oh, that's pretty fascinating. As a long-term resident of Bend, um, have you experienced any different kinds of eras of Bend or personalities? Like one example now, I I feel like Bend is a very outdoor enthusiast-focused town at this time. Have you experienced other, other eras? 
Well, yeah, when I when I was a kid, the you know, Bachelor of course was there. So I mean everybody skied. As far as Nordic skiing, I mean you just that was a big part of being living in Bend was the mill and bachelor and summertime yeah the lakes would open up you'd there'd be fishing and hiking and, and such but i just don't remember a lot of these shoulder seasons like the bike riding and you know we were out there with our schwinn typhoons just maybe ride 300 feet and then hit a road and just ride on that there was no trail system or anything at all like that there is a lot of multiple seasons of things too here yeah and that just didn't exist that's super interesting. Is there anything else that you like to share about the old mill? The, the only thing I could really say, if, if people wanted to find out more about that, the Deschutes County Historical Society is a great treasure trove of pictures and stories. And, you know, I've just touched on a few that come to mind with me, but it, it's well worth going and, and exploring because, I mean, you can really find a lot of interesting things about, about Ben back in the day. Thank you for sharing that. And I appreciate you chatting. It was great to be able to get some snippets from you. Yeah, it's uh, fun to relive those days. So Yeah, I haven't been to the Historical Society in a long time, but I remember there being some really cool images. And it's like, wow, this was Bend? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, the, the, you know, the population thing is, is, is huge because so many of the, the roads and, and development that we see in and go to now just wasn't there. I mean, we're talking about a population of like 9,000 people. Yeah. And even just a town to go from 9,000 to like, what are we at 90,000 from the last? Oh, I think we're over that. Yeah. It's quite wild. (laughs) Thank you so much for chatting today, Jeff. I really appreciate it. It was was fun. Dirty Free Hub is a nonprofit organization fueled by your generous contributions. Find us at dirtyfreehub.org. 